This is Mike Edison, host of Art Senses of Seizures. You're listening to the Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, please visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. It is a miserably rainy day in Bushwick, Brooklyn, but that doesn't mean we're miserable. Welcome to the Week in Review on the Heritage Radio Network. My name is Jack Inslee, and I am joined by the one and only executive director of Heritage Radio Network, the lovely Miss Erin Fairbanks. How are you, Erin? I'm like soggy feet Fairbanks. I got drenched getting like from the coffee shop to the studio approximately 50 feet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's rough out there. Luckily, I keep an extra set of clothes in my office for just such occasions. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Week in Review. If it's your first time listening, give you a little heads up on what you're getting into here. Uh, this is where we recap the week in uh, in content here at Heritage Radio Network. We do over 32 live shows a week, so there's a lot to digest here, and we hope to make it just a little bit easier for you. And uh, the way we like to kick this show off is by recapping our last great bite I heard about your last not so great bite, Aaron, but I'm excited to hear about your last great bite. Oh, we will, uh, we'll, we'll leave that one. Um, you know, we'll skip that for the listeners. Um, I will say, I want to give a shout out actually this week to alcohol. Um, really? Yes. I don't know. Does that count? I, I have to say that I, um, uh, you know, it's been, um, I don't know if Mercury is in retrograde or the, all those things that people say about the sun and the stars, but I feel like. So many um, folks in my life this week have been really needing that five o'clock drink, and um, I've had a, a few really exceptionally delicious Budweisers, a wonderful Negroni, a Boulevardier. Wow! And it's you know today is Friday, um, so I, I, I think you know my last great bite would be like, like a last few great drinks. You know, I um, I definitely try to keep the the drinking to a minimum these days but some days it just it's what you need and that that great cocktail that great beer it, it does you right so gonna, thank you, you thank you alcohol i'm gonna air you out erin <laughs> drinks her budweiser's with a straw yeah you don't have to tip your head back <laughs> 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 Ain't nothing wrong with it. Just gotta let them it, know. You know, it, it's a it's a classy look. It's heading into the summertime. I am a you know I am big fan of the craft beers, but I am also you know a Budweiser girl, and I'm you know not going to deny it. Oh no, same here. Nothing wrong with that. Um, well, I'm back. I'm back in my home cooking game finally, so I'm excited about that. I. Um, this week made Mira Sodha's, I've, I think I mentioned her on the show a bunch of times. We always cook out of her book. And I made her kidney bean curry. Well, it wasn't oh. really a curry. It's a, what's it called? It's a, a, a Junjaro uh, is actually the name of it. And it was really lovely. Like a lot of tomato paste, a lot of spices, kidney beans, side of delicious um, basmati rice, of course, and her golden garlic raita. It's a lovely meal. Sounds good. I feel like kidney beans are like not something that ever occurs to me. Oh, I know. That's what was so interesting about the recipe. It was one of those, you know, one of those recipes where it's like you read the ingredient list and you're like, all I need is the kidney beans. That's awesome. <laughs> like, this is like a $2 meal. Love it. <laughs> so um, shout out to Mira Soda. That book is so good. Um, made in India, I believe the name of it is. And uh, that, that, that that's the last vegetarian recipe in the book. We're all out. So we got to we gotta go into a new book. On to the next. On to Maybe. the next. Maybe Mike Anthony's bees for vegetables. 
James Beard Award winning. Oh, yeah. No, we've definitely done some stuff out of there. Um, and there's plenty more to explore. Big ups, Mike Anthony. Well, let's move into the studio, Aaron, and we'll listen to some clips from an excellent week here at Heritage Radio. Um, where do we begin here, Aaron? So, so many good things. Uh, I think maybe the most exciting thing in development of the new season here is the HRN News, our first like real news with a capital N program. Um, <laughs> it's so, so much fun. Hosted by Patrick Martins, the founder of the network and the guy who runs Heritage Foods USA and so many more things. Uh, and our own Erica Wides. They act as co-anchors. And uh, I, I'm the sports guy, Aaron, on the show. And Mike Edison, our host of Arts and Seizures, is the weatherman. And, of course, Rachel Jacobs produces. It's really like, you know, the Anchorman style. You know, that, like, <laughs> classic nightly news with the with the theatrics and the music and the puns and the bad jokes. Uh, but, but it packs a punch, and there's a lot of really good actual news reporting that happens on the show it's i really really recommend you guys take a listen it, it is it is much better than i thought it would be when this was uh, a little baby of an idea um and what we're gonna play is a little clip is of that my- jack wait is that because you like don't think the news is very good to begin with maybe you know <laughs> you're like i don't know i guess it's just like hard for me to get super excited about a news show and yet this is a news show i'm super excited about yeah Actually, <laughs> and uh, really, Mike Edison as the weatherman is is a lot of fun and 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 the uh, comedic spot of the show. So, want to play a little clip of uh, Mr. Mike Edison reporting on the weather. Here is more bad news that is going to hit home, particularly hard with the Heritage Radio audience, who I know from experience is a drinking lot. Thanks to man-made global warming. And make no mistake, it was our doing. You know, if there's one thing I'm sure of, it's science. And even though I am not a real meteorologist, I'm just a propped-up on-air weather personality, I will not budge from the facts. I cannot be bought, and especially when it comes to beer, which is the putative point of all this. Because of man-made global warming, craft beers will become scarcer and more expensive as the international hops harvest is hammered by unpredictable and extreme weather. According to Reuters, last summer's hot and dry weather was a heavy blow to the European hop harvest. Germany's harvest shrunk by 27% last summer, according to the International Hop Growers Convention. And there were also sharp declines in other European producers, such as the Czech Republic and Slovenia. And craft brewers are taking the hit, forcing them to raise prices. Prices of some hop varieties have risen by up to 50%, industry sources say, while others are up to five times more expensive or simply not available. Now, craft beers are produced by smaller brewers using traditional methods and can use six times the amount of hops, making a roast IPA, for instance, uh, more than what a commercial brewer would use in lighter and mass-produced lager styles of beer. And the end result is that your boutique beer is going to end up costing Boku bucks. Oh, Mike, and the alliterations. <laughs> I'm like, That's what you get from a <laughs> lifetime of writing. I got, had the pleasure of um, hanging with Mike last night at Berlin over in the East Village. He launched um, the first stop in his book tour. His brand new book is called You Are a Complete Disappointment, a triumphant memoir of failed expectations. Uh, definitely check out his website, MikeEdison.com. You can find him on the tour. It's going to be going across the country. It was so funny it was so good and i love the the weather report it's like i'm not a real meteorologist and you're like oh yep right surprise (laughs) (laughs) and like 
Yeah, I mean, we are a drinking audience, I feel like. You just, just said, said that. that, yeah. I literally just said that. That's right. You, it was a perfect setup. <laughs> so definitely check out the news. It's a lot of fun and available on the website and iTunes, of course, like everything. Um, and moving on in the week of shows, our very own Kathy Irway hosts the wonderful program Eat Your Words, um, where she talks to food writers every week, uh, profiling different books. And this week she had a poet on, talking about food and poetry with Karen Leona Anderson. Kathy switched up the format of her show recently and is... Uh, starting the program with a little bit of uh, her own news reporting, actually, kind of talking on timely topics and giving a little bit of an op-ed at the top of every show. And this week, she really, really wanted to share her thoughts on rainbow food. And uh, I'll, I'll leave you with that, and we'll hear what Kathy has to say. It is more and more rainbow-colored food. Um, it kind of started with... Um, about a month ago, there was a viral video about the bagel, uh, what is it called? The bagel store in Williamsburg. And, um, they had this special rainbow colored bagel. It went viral. Uh, people were lining up at this bagel store to get this really swirly rainbow colored food coloring, of course, uh, adult bagel. And, uh, so much so that the store had to close down for about 10 days. Um, but in the last week or so, I've seen, uh, a bagel, I mean, not a bagel, it was a grilled cheese from a Hong Kong shop that was rainbow-colored, thanks to food coloring. And then also a rainbow-colored pizza. And um, I'm starting to see, like, recipes going around, like how to make rainbow-colored foods at home using, you know, of course, food coloring um, are the key ingredients to to mastering this technique, which is not really so much a technique as it is a way to get, um, you know, kind of likes and shares around when you Instagram it, ultimately. They teach you uh, food coloring in culinary school, right? Food coloring in culinary school? I yeah. mean, I didn't go to culinary school, so <laughs> um, I don't know about that. I do know, I feel like the reviews of the rainbow bagel is like, you know, eating something that was like dipped in lip gloss. Uh, I just, I, yeah, there is like that funny thing about people buying the food to Instagram. The food that is... I, you know, I get it. I get it. You like want to be part of like the cultural commentary and, and part of the crew. But more than that, I like want to put something in my mouth that tastes good, not like lip gloss. Yeah, I can't really see ever wanting to do that. You know, maybe for a kid's party. It like reminds me of when there was like no, re- green I feel like ketchup, absolutely you know? not for a kid's party. Oh, no? yeah. You are like corrupting young minds. I feel Ooh. like that instinct. It's like kids need to eat real food um, and yeah. real bagels. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. Sorry, Jack. Um, it's I'm like just the remembering same as, the green ketchup from when I was a kid. Green you know? ketchup Ugh. or like people's obsession with like red velvet cake. You know, oh, yeah. There's like really an interesting kind of like story and history behind that. But, um, you know, most recipes, it's just like you're just there's that. I don't know. It's just so weird. It's so weird. It is. Well, let's move on to some brighter things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had really an incredible episode of Tech Bites, uh, the ho- show hosted by Jen Liuzzi, and she had the entire Saxelby Radio Scholars squad on the program. Of course, that is the uh, the program that the, that we put together here where uh, young High school students are taught how to make radio and and make their own stories. And uh, one of th- I think we've done this on the show before, right? We've featured a few of them, and it's they really do incredible work. So they all came on Tech Bites to talk about what they did, 
And uh, Jessica, who we're featuring in the clip here, did her radio piece on growing up with a Chinese grandmother in Sunnyside, Queens. So she talks about the you know assimilation her mother underwent, coming from Hong Kong to Flushing. Really great stuff. So let's listen to Jessica on Tech Bites. I really like to try new things. Like if I if an opportunity comes up to learn something new, I'll take it. Like even if I don't know anything about it. And I just like being spontaneous and doing, you know, whatever comes my way. And I was like, I should get out of my comfort zone. Because I think that in high school, a lot of us are still trying to find ourselves. And I think recent, just recently, this year, my junior year, I found a part of who I am. And I think part of that was because I broke up with my first real boyfriend. Wow. And I think that it changed it changed me as a person. I think I know like part of who I am now and who I identify myself as. And then that's why I was like, let me just try something new, you know. And that it just really changed me. And now I'm more open to new things, and I'm not as like like loner or whatever. And you know, I like talking to people and everything. So that's great. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a secret. People are still trying to figure out who they are after high school and a lot of times after college and after they go to work. And they might do it over and over and over again and for a really long time. I feel like um, Jessica is like so sweet. There's something like it's like the power of giving someone a microphone yes. and some headphones. You're like, hey. It's, I sometimes feel like when I'm off-site at events and I've got, like, the mic with me, I'm like, this is kind of like my invisibility cloak. Like, I can see you and ask questions, but, like, I don't have to be shy. And it was really cool to, like, be able to share some of that uh, energy and that access with these kids. Yeah. You know, it's funny hearing her speak and her voice. I'm instantly, like, transported back to being that age. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, wow, I, re- I remember... I remember that. Um, totally different perspective on life, and it's just so nice to document and archive that. Uh, you know, I can't wait for her to listen back on her young self on the radio and, <laughs> and compare, hear it. yeah, compare that to where where she ends up landing. Um, but really worth a, a listen. I mean, so much insight from those kids on the show. If you if you haven't heard their programs, the entire Saxby Radio Scholars uh, shows are available on our websites in the specials section. And then listen to the episode of Tech Bites because it was really wonderful. Um, so that's it for the studio this week, Erin. And uh, we're going to keep the drinking theme alive. <laughs> and you'll find out what that means in just one second. Welcome to the breakdown. Like I said, Aaron, what did I say? I said we were going to be talking booze and keep the drinking theme alive. Talk, talk derby to me. We're going to talk derby. Uh, we are really <laughs> stoked this week on the breakdown to have Chris Wilkins, the national brand ambassador for Copper and Kings. And if you listen to Heritage Radio and you've ever heard the Copper and Kings ad, you know exactly how much I love Copper and Kings. Um, you know, I, I met these guys on a trip down to Louisville where I spoke at the Dorona conference. Thank you, Jamie Estes and the Estes group. 
Um, and we toured a whole bunch of places, drank a lot of bourbon, and by far the best stuff I tasted was brandy, which was a real surprise and a shock. And really happy to call these guys friends now, friends of the network. Uh, Chris, you're in the studio. You're the first in-studio guest on the Week in Review. Yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Breaking barriers. <laughs> yes. Tearing down walls. And I feel like I'm looking at a, a bottle of booze here, so tell us more. Yeah, so kind of as Jack was uh, saying there, we're based in Louisville, Kentucky, and we're kind of shaking things up in the fact that we're brandy and bourbon country. It's it's something that people wouldn't normally think, like, hey, like, what are you doing? You're kind of, you know, breaking barriers, as you're saying. Right, uh, and I'm like, and I honestly, I'm like, brandy? Yeah, I mean, brandy's been around forever. I mean, it was actually the first distilled spirit, and oddly enough, here in New York, in Staten Island, really? 1640, yeah. So oh. when the Europeans came over, you know, traditionally they knew how to work with fruits and distill that, so naturally they looked at apples and were like, hey, let's make some apple brandy. So, I mean, brandy's been around. It's been a part of the American story, and we kind of want to continue telling that story in a modern sort of way. Sure, sure. Um, well, you guys do some kind of funky stuff with your brandy aging. I feel like Jack was trying to explain like a sonic something. Yeah, so we uh, we do the sonic aging, which is really fun. Um, yeah, okay. I'm like I'm like my I've got my skeptic hat on here. So talk me out of it. Talk me out of so, it. Yeah, it's, it's not just marketing. There is some science behind it. It's also a really cool way to spend your day as you're working. You get to play some rock and roll. Uh, so. Basically, what we do is we store brandy in our basement, and you want to kind of keep the temperature controlled as much as possible. You don't want to expose it to extreme temperatures like bourbon, because you have to kind of stroke brandy into place. You don't have to really force it into the barrel. And the way that we kind of agitate the uh, the alcohol molecules is by playing uh, music to them. And alcohol mol- molecules are less dense than water, so when you blast a bass note through uh-huh. the barrel, the alcohol kind of moves around and gets some interaction with that. So if I'm like in your basement, am I, is it like when I'm like at Le Club and my heart is like pounding and I can feel it? Is it like that kind of music? Like do you guys, is it only like old DB and like, <laughs> or no, what's the scope? <laughs> so it changes, it changes every day. Actually, uh, you can go to our website and on the right hand side, you can see the Spotify playlist that we're, we're playing to the barrels. You can see exactly what song is going on. It's not a particular kind of genre. It just kind of changes depending on, let's say it's a it's a musician's birthday or you know you know prince passed away so we'll play all prince to the barrels you know it's not mm-hmm. something in particular it's not a specific genre to gear like heavy bass notes it's kind of like whatever we sort of like i want dibs on a bottle of prince brandy please <laughs> i think we can make that happen do i think you? we can do that have you guys done like comparative tastings where you're like you look back at the spotify playlist and you're like listen no more Reba McIntyre, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Well, I don't think we're playing Reba, but... What? What? I'm not sure. I didn't know you were a Reba girl. Oh, from, that was like my go-to karaoke song. Fancy. Wow. Come on. I mean, I grew up in, in country music land, so trust me, I've heard all of Reba my entire life. I'm not trying to knock Reba. Uh, but, Good, because we would ask you to leave. <laughs> no, um... Unfortunately, like right now, you know, we're just kind of getting going. And this is a question I get a lot from people because they're like, you know, what kind of music resonates, you know, to put a pun on there. Yep. Uh, Resonates with the barrels. And like, have we done like, you know, 
just one that's all like Slayer and exactly like what that would taste like and then uh, do something maybe like classical music. Unfortunately, we're just not at that level. Yeah. It would, yeah, yet. I yeah. mean, we're, we're getting there and that'd be really cool to kind of have like isolated rooms or barrels and play specific music to that to kind of get a feel for exactly what different styles of music, like what different frequencies and pulses like actually do to the alcohol. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Is anyone else doing this? I don't believe so. Um, I have heard, but I haven't confirmed. I think Hudson, maybe. Okay. Uh, Cool. Cool. Jack, what do you think? You're the music expert. Oh, I'm into it. I'm way into it. Like, that was one of the things that struck me about the distillery is uh, Joe, who who runs the show over there, is just so into art and music, and it felt more like 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 a... culture center or something than just a distillery um and chris i know you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff with the mixtape series where you're doing cocktails based on songs right oh yeah so i mean everything about copper and kings is like all about culture it's all about music it's all about art and definitely giving back to the artistic community and uh one way that we kind of pay homage to musicians is through uh sort of this guest bartending spot that we do in different cities called mixtapes it's really fun, sort of creative way of, of getting people excited about music and excited about making cocktails. And we'll go to a different city, we'll speak to a bar, we'll be like, hey, like you choose an artist and an album from that artist and come up with two cocktails. And then we'll respond with a like minded artist and two cocktails. And then we'll uh, have, have a dance off. Have a dance off. No, of no. Yes. 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 Get on the bar and we dance. Uh, <laughs> No, and then we uh, we play the music that we've chosen, and we make the cocktails, and we we kind of gear it towards like a service industry um, crowd. But I mean, there's definitely been times like when it has been like you know regular people, and I think people really respond to it because it's really fun to kind of taste the drinks, hear the music, and see like the these great bartenders put like their their skills and their love of music and their love of drinks into uh, an event. Cool. Yeah, like like I definitely needed more uh, excuses to drink and listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I am heading to a Fancy Pants Kentucky Derby party tomorrow. Are yeah. you? I am. The official counter is one day, eight hours, and seven minutes until derby all time. Right, all right, all right. At nice. the time of this recording. So tell me, like for people like myself who are new to kind of working with Brandy, what is my like drink to impress the Fancy Pants crowd? Well, obviously being the Derby uh, and being Brandy and kind of going back in that historical mindset, the mint julep was actually originally made with Brandy. What? Was it really? it was. I mean... I feel like I've been lied to. Well, I I don't think that people have necessarily been lied to as much as the truth and understanding as far as like the reach of bourbon in modern times. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, has kind of been over-exaggerated a little bit. Most of the aged products existing up until basically when Phylloxera hit the um, the European uh, vines in the late 1800s. So that every- was like a like a virus that decimated vines. So, okay. Exactly, cool. yeah. So all the like cognac and uh, or brandy that is and all the wines and everything that was coming over to America kind of dried up and that's where you get rye and that's where you get bourbon that's when they start their story kind of like really uh blooms and turns into something that people are kind of more uh acquainted with whereas brandy was the age the go-to age stuff and Mm -hmm. that's what people used in their cocktails so when you look at the history of a mint julep like going back well way back in time i mean julep's a very old cocktail but as far as like 
the the Kentucky Derby and just people horse racing in the South enjoying a nice uh, cocktail. I mean, Jope was always made with brandy and then switched over. Huh. All right. Well, I'm just going to slide my brandy right in then. You should. <laughs> it folds in nice, too. I mean, it's it's really playful. It's not as harsh as like some some bourbons and some rice. Um, Jack, are you betting on the Derby? Do you have a... Oh, man. A stake in the game? Last year, it was my brother's bachelor party in Atlantic City during the Derby, and I just made a bunch of random bets. That that, that didn't work out for me. Yeah, I lost five bucks last year. I also, like... So, True Confessions was my first Derby party last year, and I guess I just thought that the Derby was, like, a serious... I didn't really get it. And so I'm, like, at the party, I'm like, okay, it's going to start. And then, you know, two minutes later, it was over, and I was like, wait, that... Wait... Wait, we're done? Yep, that's <laughs> and, then, and, and then that's it. <laughs> um, you have any inside intel? Uh, you know, I think that most of the time, just go by the name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's important to look at the odds and see exactly, like, where somebody's at. You know, if you're feeling like, hey, you know, I may want to try to win some money, you know, bet on the long shot. You know, the 50 to ones, you know, what could it hurt? Like, five bucks. 51 you're gonna make some good money if that guy comes in so yeah Yeah. you know you can you can really get into it i've i grew up in kentucky and i really don't even have like a whole grasp on betting like uh, the whole betting scene like because you can box stuff and trifectas and superfectas and all this other taking me back to my days working the lotto machine at the port of call like (laughs) across the street from my house people come in i was like you're speaking a language I do not understand, but I will push these buttons. Yes. Betting is complex. That's why we're going to stick to drinking. Drinking, drinking brandy. Exactly. Drinking and betting, not always the best combination. You can't lose when, you're, so. when you're drinking brandy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> not, in the, not sort of in the betting sense. <laughs> just, don't, just don't try to mix too much of, of the two. Of the exactly. two, yeah. Yeah, we've had issues before. <laughs> um, well, yourself. awesome, man. Thank you so much for being in studio for this. What, yeah, a, what a treat for us. And we're going we're gonna to force you to stick around and do this last segment in a little game with us. All so right, uh, we'll put you on the spot in a second. And if you're a listener, you know what that means. It's time for Big Ups. <laughs> So, Big Ups is where, as the name implies, we like to big up people, places, things, doing good stuff in and around the food world, and even outside of the food world. Um, Aaron, I want to I hear who you're bigging up this week. Well, I'm going to take things in a little bit of a, a serious note. Um, I was at an event on uh, Tuesday for the at the center. It was the annual um <clears throat> Spring Benefit for the Center for Health and Environmental Justice, CHE. And they brought in some speakers. Um, and there was one woman in particular, Melissa Mays, who is a, air quotes here, just mom from Flint, Michigan, who is really one of the first um, people getting the word out about the water crisis that Flint is facing. And um, she worked with CHE. She got trained on public speaking. She got trained on lobbying and is now... Um, taking trips down to D.C. President Obama was in Flint yesterday, um, really trying to drive um, awareness about the kind of crazy stuff that's happening to the water supply in Flint. And she spoke, and it was incredibly uh, moving and just another reminder of the crazy stuff that's happening in Michigan, um, my home state. And, you know, kind of bummed out, but um, big ups to her, you know, just a regular. She's like, I worked in, you know, public relations. And she's like, now I can tell you so many details about water, toxins and contaminations. Um, I feel like a scientist and it's information that hopefully 
I'll be able to put aside soon because this problem will get fixed by people who should be fixing it. So, Melissa Mays, uh, you are my big ups this week. Wow. Serious stuff. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thank you for that, though. Chris, do you, we're putting you on the spot here, but is there anybody uh, out and about that you'd like to send a big ups to? Uh, let's see. Right now, um, you know, I would just kind of continue along with, uh, with what Aaron's saying, you know, just, uh, you know, Kentucky Water Alliance is really big into making sure that, you know, rainwater runoff and everything that, you know, water is such a, a crucial uh, ingredient, not just, you know, in brandy, but also in life. And I think that the way that we approach water needs to kind of change and we need to actually start protecting our water and using it in a more viable sense rather than just letting it like run off into the sewer and get contaminated and you know i come from kentucky and the ohio river is probably one of the worst uh you know waterways as far as contamination from like the coal uh industry and just all the different um you know huge industries that are up and down the Ohio River there. It's just polluting everything and it's ruining all of our water. You know, we can't exactly make any more. And, you know, what are we doing with the stuff that we have right now? And yeah. I think that, you know, just trying to raise some awareness and consciousness. I think that's like one of the cool things about the craft beverage industry in particular is uh, beer makers, spirit makers become de facto clean water advocates. Uh, I think it's like a really powerful thing and seeing people step up a little bit more in that space and draw that connection to the fact that like this brandy is an agricultural product. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't do it without kind of great raw ingredients. So Exactly. I mean, you know, we're sitting here talking about like food and 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 beverages and everything and it really does come from a few main ingredients and water is one of those and if we disrespect that then we're going to be left with well we won't have any brandy to drink if unfortunately jack i hope your plan wasn't to big up the new drake album because you would just feel like such a douche right now after all our serious and powerful (laughs) environmental talk my my plan is not (laughs) so far removed from that (laughs) It's funny you say it. No, but this guy is way, 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 way cooler than uh, Drake. This is Kazi Hoke is his name. He's a 14-year-old Bangla rapper who lives in Jackson Heights, Queens. A friend of mine is his teacher. They had this uh, project in school where the kids had to come up with a, like a video about eating and staying fit. And Kazi made this incredible song and video called Staying Fit is Lit. Um this such a dope rap song about eating healthy and exercising and what is um, what is bangla rap well he's from bangladesh oh he's from bangladesh okay yeah cool. ba- i was like bangla the- rapper is that that's his words okay cool yeah so you know a bangla rapper but yeah he is from Got bangladesh it. he grew Got up in it. bangladesh came to queens when he was six or so and um his brother was a drummer so he's always been exposed to it and he just blew everybody away i mean think of like a project where most people are like taking iphone videos and then this kid puts together like a full out music video with like choreography and costumes and sound effects and stuff so big ups to kazi and i think we'll even if you're cool with this we'll just close the show with with his song so you can hear what the hell i'm talking about let's do it Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to the Week in Review. Uh, my name is Jack Inslee, and again, joined by Aaron Fairbanks, the executive director of the network. We love your feedback, so please write us, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to hear, um, and we will see you next week. In the meantime, this is Staying Fit is Lit. Let's get it. What you eating right now?
She got Wendy's is good, baby KFC's better But it's not healthy to eat all that fries with cheddar Train your mind to be better You can stop by playing chess or checker And junk food, you know you can eat lesser And try something new like that green pepper Do this and your mind will come more clever And eating right will be sure to live forever What you eating right now? What you eating right now? Yeah, learn to eat right, exercise makes it light Stand healthy, looking bright, do this, will be alright And if you like it, then buy it, just remember you die And if you don't like it, play, we can modify it Maybe your stomach doesn't roll and it stays quiet Make your gym your best friend, tell to everyone you know And start a trend, squat, leg, curb, bench, press is what I recommend Just do some sit-ups, no money, it's just time that you spend Lay flat on your back and go with the bed You could even play some b-ball for your cardio And when you have six-pack, everyone be like, hey, yo If you want, try to lift dumbbells, not boulders It'll help develop muscles in the chest and shoulder You'll be like the Hulk, old bulk when you're older Ready to jog, mark your goal in the map If you run all those miles, you'll develop some caps You think you're done now? Yeah, maybe, perhaps But folks, it's up to do more, yeah, run another lap on another loop. What you eating right now? What, what, what you eating right now? What, 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 what you eating right now? Yo, yo, you know you're a good boy, good girl, a good team. When you wake up in the morning, ready to follow routines. So if you don't have one, make yourself a schedule and find Productive ways to burn all your fuel. All right, you ready? So here we go. Brush your teeth in the morning so you're ready to go. Eat a healthy breakfast and you already know. What, what, what you eating right now? Exercise in the noon to work up an appetite. Then take a cold shot to make you feel alright. After that, you know it's time for a healthy dinner. Have some roast corn boil and feel like a winner. If your place looking nice, take a photo for the gram. 250 likes, wham, bam, thank you, man. Now it's time to get a good night's sleep. Put those PJs on and start counting your sheeps. Now you're a good boy, good girl, a good team. Cause you're planning that you then you have a routine. Yo. It's your boy K-A-Z-I Straight up from Queens You guys learn something? You know how you do it Staying healthy and after school You know, staying fit is also lit Vegetables is good You just gotta give it a try We'll take care of your body, you know? Yo, yo, it's lunchtime now What you eating? Mozzarella sticks? Let me tell you what I eat. Vegetable.